Friends and neighbors, good brothers, good sisters, welcome to episode nine of Tales from the Bolterlands. In this episode, well, we're going to talk about a couple things. As always, I'm joined by my co-pilot, the instigator himself, the Scott Waterford. You know, I'm only the co-pilot because if this podcast burns, I'm going to break my neck like goose in the canopy of the F-14 Tomcat. We can only hope. Uh, that is my that no that is my that's my exit strategy, you know. Like it's the opposite of America in Vietnam. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do like the French did. I'm gonna be like we out. Danger zone. Tom Cruise is swimming around in that algae water, being like no. So on the menu tonight, we we're gonna talk about the August hobby challenge extended edition it's over it's all over we have a winner to announce and we will do that later in the episode we also have our coverage of the super summer sizzler showdown de spectacular we had a great time uh the good brothers and good sisters got together we played some games some crying was happening some laughing happened it was a beautiful day and then we'll close the show out with what we're up to next. Like the time that Bolo Young and Goldberg met in Jungle Village. Who's next? You're next. That's not even a fight. Like that's like I would I would give it to 76-year-old Bolo Young any day. Well, he can definitely take a hit, that's for sure. Yeah, because we know Goldberg can't land a spear to save someone's life. Wow. I haven't watched lately, but Bring on Gilberg. That's where it's really uh, at. Yeah. Yeah. That dude, that dude was yoked. The sparklers in hand. Bring yeah. back Gilberg. Bring back bring back Gilberg. Bring back Dink. Not Doink, but Dink. <laughs> bring back all the miniature wrestlers. <laughs> well, it, it's gotta be better than what's on TV now. It's, it's a low bar. It's WWE's hurting for uh, content. Maybe they need to bring who's who's the other one? Uh who's who's the most recent one? They have they have a guy that dresses up as a leprechaun. Oh, uh Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, yeah, bring him back. They booted him out. They repackaged him. He was they they dumped the leprechaun thing. Okay. And made him like part of three man band or something, or like he grew his hair out, had the bandanas and the leather pants on. And then, like, they just wrote him right off the show. But, but yeah, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all about the brother getting a steady paycheck. Bring him back. Yeah, the WWE will sign him back as like R two D two or something. You know, D two Arte. The the ultimate crossover of Disney and professional wrestling. R two D two from the top rope. We better start the show. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Attention all good brothers and sisters, welcome to Tales from the Bolterlands.
Well, I tell you, I'm absolutely thrilled over the creativity we got to see with the August hobby challenge. We did all kinds of cool stuff. A lot of folks on the discord channel share a lot of awesome ideas, had a bunch of stuff we saw on Facebook. Folks were chatting it up. We had, it was really cool and a lot of really uh, neat ideas and some really cool submissions too. Uh, We talked a little bit about some of the ones we saw in the previous episode. We, We kicked it out till the, to Labor Day, just to give folks a chance to finish up. We had a few folks that couldn't find the thread, needed a little help, or a few folks were asking when it was over. I was like, end of the month, like every other challenge ever. But but being magnanimous as we are, like like the instructor that, you know, you know, on a Sunday night was got a little bit too wine heavy. And then when the paper was due on Monday, you come in and be like, Actually, I'll extend the, the due date because I ain't got time to do that. Yeah. And I only say that because I was a college professor for a number <laughs> of years. The students always really love it when you do that. Yeah. Let's just say it happened a couple times, especially when WoW expansions came out. You know, there was a high correlation between, oh, it's the weekend after what WoW release or patch. Yeah, there's probably not going to be a paper due that Monday. Yeah. We have, happy to say, uh, we have randomized all the entries, and we have a winner, winner, chicken dinner. And this year's Hobby Challenge, create your own hero and or upgrade hero. The winner goes to the tag team of Russ and Cat with the Spirit of Cthulhu, their biplane piloted by Captain Mustafa Kalim. So congratulations, you guys. You guys crushed it. It was an awesome entry. Tons and tons of character. And Falling Dynamite, who who could want for more? So we're going to have a poster created for you guys to celebrate the win, and we'll be reaching out to you for your ship addy, and we'll get that to you. We'll roll it up, put it in the tube, and send it on its way. Bye-bye, plane. Actually, that's what we'll do. We're we're going to – Enlist the services of one of those old school, old timey, you know, farm biplanes. They will drive it over. They will fly it over to you, and they will dump it upon your domicile. We'll do a little crop dusting on the way there to help pay for the flight, and then it'll be a very slow flight. And in, in very saboteur fashion, we'll put a stick of dynamite in it when we when we drop it out of the plane to you. So again, uh, thanks. Special thank you to everybody for for pitching in and, and sharing the ideas and the creativity and for all the folks participating. It was a lot of fun and it generated a lot of cool conversation. So thank you again.
Well, good brother in and good sister in. Yeah, I said it. I know it's not a word, but it's it's a thing now. You're from the south. You guys make up like I'm pretty sure most of the southern lexicon is just made up words anyway, and then it just gets accepted over time. That's why we're big fans of mashups. Yeah, like like the word we're I just, just realized, literally smash words together and make new ones. That's how you make. That's I guess that's how you guys make food too, isn't it? Yeah. You just smash stuff together. Yeah, we're, too, like, we're, we're, we're too poor to have multiple bowls. It all goes into one. <laughs> However, we pulled it off. We did it. The Super Summer Sizzler Showdown de Spectacular happened, and it was this last weekend. Was, we had a good time, man. It was great. We had pretty cool turnout based on the way the world is right now. Um, unfortunately, we didn't realize, we as in me when I scheduled it, didn't realize our friends up north, North Dust Northcom up in Merrill, had their con. They were doing their, their link con up there. Had I known, I would have changed the date. I don't know if they, I don't know who booked first or whatever, but I think Ryan's the one that that puts it together. And I had no idea that was the day. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have double stacked it like that. I would try to move it around. So unfortunately, our folks up, up north uh, were busy with that, doing their demos and spreading the good word of dust and playing on their new board. That Scott put together the boat. You've probably seen it on the. It looked like it was gridless. Well, it, I mean, it's fine. It, it's it still looked pretty damn cool. I would like to check it out myself. So yeah, the, the, unfortunately they couldn't make it, and then we had a couple, few folks that couldn't travel. All in all, had a really good time. Got to play some games. I didn't get to watch a lot of the games. We had an odd number, and uh, so I was playing a lot, which I know oh, was so terrible. I had to go have fun with my friends. So I, unfortunately, the picture suffered in the as I'm easily distracted and it didn't get all the pictures I probably should have of, of the event. But we've got a, a small collection. We'll be putting those out on the Book of Faces here soon. What was your Scott? What was your impressions of the Operation High Jump? I believe the uh, the descent into madness mission into the cavern. Uh, that was a really that's that's a horrible mission. And I feel that the radioactive interference to radios really uh, is not really unfair to certain NDAC armies. Oh, really? Just, just a bit, you know. Just, just not, not all NDAC armies, but just the ones that I play. Oh, do tell. <laughs> well, let's say that that there were, um, in the course of one five-turn game, there were some. 30 dice rolls of of Desert Fox and friends trying to uh, you know do their thing in which case uh, they were with the re-rolls from that rule they were successful twice so you know 2 out of 30 ain't bad I guess but it, it, uh, but you know aside from that it was it was alright it was good had a lot of fun. It was it was it was interesting. I ended up doing mission one A and one B, so that would be. It seems like we've. It was the it was the crevasse mission, the mm-hmm. first mission. So we had two versions of it. So we had one with small vehicles, were small like the smaller vehicles were the ones that were allowed, and the other one was with the you know anything goes. You know, uh, Willie from uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. You know, anything goes. Anything goes. Uh, that was that was. Really interesting because I ended up taking that Koenig's Lothar 2 with Panzermeister in it and just proceeded to bombard 
eight squares a turn with suppression, which was hilarious. Which, in a game that has a lot of movement restrictions to it, it can make things even more interesting. Well, did you have fun besides making people cry? Nobody cried. Okay. There there might have been a quivering lip or two. Okay. But that's not my fault. <laughs> they might have stubbed their toe on the table. Well, I got to play a couple games. Uh, I played Good Sister Devin, and we played in Mission 3. She was playing Indak, wasn't she? No, we played Mission 4. Yeah. She was playing in... Uh, She's playing in deck. Uh, I brought the Liftwiffle, and I was playing with my new acquisition. Oh, the RSO? Yeah. Dare Laser Cannon. Yeah. I was having a good time with that. It was fun to finally get to use it. Did it get to do anything? Uh, Yeah. I got to use it once. You got to do more than just land on the table and then immediately go away? Well, we had, we had an odd number, so I had to jump in, and then we had someone leave early. After two games, when I played, I, I drove the RSO on. Oh yeah, because for that for that the, the, that mission, the, we... that mission, uh, I could not drop in. Yep. Because it was a cavern, so I had I got to, to right, right. move it on, and it promptly got destroyed. Yeah, well. And so, like, just like every other cool mini that you ever wanted to play with, the first game out, it gets smoked, and you're like, "Well, it's because it was painted." Let's get it. Yeah, exactly. And then, so I got to do something in the second game. And it rolled really good. It made the walker look like it was sleeping. You know, I also took the 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 Luftwaffe laser, the Herman. Yeah, and it just yeah, it's like the little the little truck that could. It's the, like the, yeah, no Herman. I mean, because the Herman has to reload, he's kind of he's kind of soft sometimes. And then, uh, but uh, also my secret weapon got deployed. And that's the the flak. Oh, the flak RSO. Okay. Yeah, and that that was uh, that was in getting the mission four. I got to play that one, and it it came on like a boss. It was that I got to use the advanced reactor fire, and it was nasty. Were you playing with the Falk? No, uh, I, I I pulled the Falk because because the. I wanted to play the RSO so I could play all Lift Wiffle. Yeah. The Falk is for the Mercenary okay. Platoon. Okay. And I didn't bring my Mercs. I only, only brought the Lift Wiffle. So you'll have to wait till next time to play the last 40, 40 minutes of Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Summoning all the portals. No, it was, I had a really good time. Devin's game has really stepped up. Her threat. Because she's playing Endac now. No, 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 no. Her threat assessment is way better. She's more, way more comfortable with what her stuff does. She knows about what it's going to do as far as, you know, average when good old rolling dice and what's going to be what. But no, she did. We had a great game. She got a little too aggressive with a couple squads because Indac is so fast. Can you get too aggressive with Indac, though? Because, like, well, you're going to die one well, way or another. You can, you, you can when. Because she had the advantage in numbers. Well, they, they, had to die, they had to die for a good reason, I guess. I guess that's the way you can Well, with the, you know, the, the, with the terrain, she ran up a couple squads, max speed, turn one, and they were out there on their own. Because the rest of her force kind of came in a little more cagey and was like, well, let me shore up these objectives. Because we were, mission four is the one where you're, you're seizing all the buildings. Yeah. So we had four Quonset huts 
and the two big five tile buildings. So she was grabbing, she was making a play for the, the big buildings in the middle and the huts. Did you spread herself too thin? Well, no, what I'm saying is she, she sprinted out so fast and then everything else was behind the buildings. So it was easy for the lift whiffle to hop around the sides and start hammering those, those front units to clip them off. No, that makes sense. Especially with index. So you like, you can sacrifice, you can, you can choose to sacrifice index guys because they're like five points for five dudes. But then usually if you're going to do that, you know, you have to be like, there has to be something. If you're going to bait somebody mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you know, I will offer you this five point African lion squad, but you know, what am I going to get in return? And yeah, if you don't have anything to clean up after that, then yeah, that could be, that could be rough. And then what would really, really, I won the initiative the following turn. This, I had reported that the best 13 points in the game had taken a game off previously, but they were there at mission four. Well, yeah, they, no, they were taking a break because, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a union job, right? Like, don't they get like one holiday or something like that? Something. I, I don't know, but St. Lifton's Day, maybe. I don't know. St. Lifton's Day. But they, the the Rocketeer Command Squad, stepped up, and every turn they they walked on turn one, looked over at our, our boy Rocket Man and his boys, and said, "Watch y'all go again, single die, boom, faction symbol it is, and off they were off to the races, led by the courageous air pilot Colonel Martin." Lufta team. <laughs> no, they were they were on fire and they 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 were doing work. It was kind of weird playing against another Axis player because all our weapons were all statted out the same. I mean, with the exception he had flamethrowers, mine were on walkers. We 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 just knew what each other's stuff did, and it was like, yep, just picking up dice and throwing them. It was like, yeah, here we go. Uh, you know, we're all super efficient. But it was a lot of fun and. Like I said, uh, really, really, really glad to get the game in. The highlight, personal highlight for me, uh, we've been, we started, we've been doing Thursday night dust at Noble Night for about two months, and we finally got the return of the doctor, Michael Palombi. Ah, yes, he did. He did make an appearance. Yep, came in. I got played his games, brought his IJ in that are super badass painted that he's done himself. And he, he brought the noise. He, it's been a long time since he's played. Uh, we haven't seen him. I've chatted with him a couple times. No, you chatted with his cats. Probably. Those are probably the cats. Yeah, inter- intercepting. Yeah, Cause they, they clearly run that house, right. but uh, I haven't seen Mike since, since lockdown last year started. So it was, uh, Mike's a good dear friend of mine, and I'm very happy to finally get to see him and roll some dice. And uh, he had a good time playing, and it's nice to have him back in the fold. So I don't know what's going to happen as far as the way the world works, if he's going to be able to come out and play on Thursdays, but uh, or if we even have a place. Who knows? It, yeah, at this point, nothing's being said, but I would not be shocked if we all got – Told to stay home again. Historically speaking, now that we move into the harder months of the year. But no, it was great seeing them and great catching up. And uh, uh, again, that was a personal highlight for me. 
Well, we had, we had a great turnout in all kinds of different armies. Uh, the only thing we didn't have was Mythos there. Was I only... blame John Kellogg. Well, our Chicagoland guys, uh, uh, Kiwi came. He brought his Mercs. But no Graham, Candace, and, and Jeff had signed up. But they had a schedule change for them. And their daughter was home for the weekend, so they wanted to spend time with her. Because with the school she's in, she, she I don't um, – my memory might be off, but I thought it was she may not be able to come back home until Thanksgiving. So they wanted to spend some time with her. So was, so hopefully we'll catch him next time. And again, John couldn't make it. So I know I don't know if he would have would have brought Mythos, but I know he could have brought some really, really nice painted Mythos. So so yeah. No, it was fantastic. Uh folks had a good time with the missions. Uh the club really came together this last week and you know, we're, we're deadline workers, apparently, but uh, we got the hills done and got to show them off. And uh, the new buildings that Good Brother Josh had helped make that we use in missions three and four, uh, those came off looking fantastic. We've got some, a couple of pictures I did take were uh, some of those missions. I'll tell you, one of the coolest games I've seen played in a long time was Good Brother Ben taking on Good Brother Matt. Uh, ben brought Marines and for his 100 point, and they were playing, I believe they were playing Mission 4. Matt brought a all KV-47 army because, yes, it was Mission 4 because all the buildings, all the structures count as objectives. So he couldn't do the, the Schmersh drop because he'd be limited to like, two spots on the board. And we did that on purpose because we wanted folks to, to not just immediately jump onto high, to the high ground on the two story buildings and just start blasting people off the face of the planet. So we had switched airborne to a different, you know, give them a benefit. So he, he switched over to the wolf pack where they re-rolled their reaction fire rolls. So that this, a hundred points and nothing but KV forty sevens just come sprinting onto the board. There's this wall of iron, and there's a choke point in the middle because we had again they're playing in the frigid cold, and mission four is, to, is tied into mission three because however many VK canisters you recover from game three and and can make get it to the reactor at the end of the game expands how much the reactor can heat up the base and it counters the Arctic turn one. You only have one act activation rule. And, and the sub-zero. Yeah. And the if you don't move, you roll a test to see if you're suppressed. Right. So, yeah, it counters the cold rules, the environmental yeah. rules. That we so if you're coming through the heart of the facility, odds are you get both your actions on turn one. If you're trying to outflank or move to the, you know, the outer edges – you might only get one depending on how many canisters you recovered. Or maybe you'll get lost in the storm like Childs. I hope not. That'd be bad. Because he didn't come back as Childs. <laughs> I'm just a dog. The, uh, so, yeah, no, they, they went at it, and it was incredible to watch. I mean, it's not easy taking down level four vehicles, six wounds with damage resilience and smoke launchers and all, all that. 
but they went at it and it was so it was such a cool game to watch and how they were hanging and banging i mean it was not a dull moment the entire time and they were i mean they were just tearing into each other and it was really close i mean it could have gone either way the attrition started to stack up though for the marines and the kv7s not there were not that there were many left because that was the other thing it was it wasn't just like oh i'm rolling bad and you know i'm leaving the door open it's like no there was wreckage like it became an issue where there were so many wrecked KV-47s, it was impacting the other ones behind and their <laughs> movement and their advancing. That they they got choked out. I mean, it was it was like some three hundred stuff, man. It was like you know, here's Ben in his Leonidas leather underwear, you know, in the hot gates, staring down these KV-47s, and they were getting jammed up in the bodies of their of their fallen. I mean, it was. A fantastic game to watch. Now I feel bad because I didn't have a camera, you know, roll into the tape it because it, it would have made a really super cool battle report. Like I said, I was watching it from the, the table next over playing my game, so I, I didn't get to get all of it. But no, it was super cool. Regardless, the missions have been posted to the Book of Faces so that you and your friends can reenact or experience. The enjoyment, frustration, and sadness of our multi-year foray into tipping of the cap to the coffin box. Yep, and it's it's been tipped right on over and closed. And you put that on the official Dust Palo. It's, yep. it's in the file section. Uh, I I can it's it's. It may be in the file section now. It is basically it's just it's a post. Okay, it was, it was posted up there, so I'm sure it'll be grabbed by Greg Ward at some point and sent out on the newsletter, or it'll be added to the website. But I know that Greg's on vacation at some point here. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I mean, and more power to him. You know, we we wanted to give it to the world, let everyone have it. That's and... pretty much my mo. I just want to give it to the world. Yeah, it comes through one mission at a time. It really comes through. Good. Yeah. Super stoked, uh, and and we had a special guest. Wild Bill drove up like a madman, got up Saturday morning, left Indy, drove straight here, played all day, then drove back to Chicago to party down. That's like it's because we didn't have a tiki bar here. Yeah, we didn't have a tiki bar. We did we did like eighteen years ago, but it didn't last. It's not for him. Uh, the the Wisconsinites like going to warmer places to have the fruity drinks. They don't, uh, not so much in the cold impact zone. But the other cool thing I, I wanted to mention was uh, Bill had picked up a huge lot of old school dust stuff that's not in production anymore. A lot of it was premium and, or, you know, just impossible to find yeah impossible to find at this point and everyone that came uh he was basically taking donations for uh a local charity there in indy uh to help out so everyone got to pick out what they wanted and we're going to facebook them back some funds to go towards that which is super cool and the you know, it's, it's a great it's a great cause that he's doing it for, and and 
it was on very unexpected. So that was a nice little treat to the top. Plus, we have to thank all of our sponsors, uh, Game Chefs, Dust USA, Noble Knight, uh, even friends within the Bolter Club. Uh, Dave had, had dropped off a couple uh, uh, that IJN Command box mm, okay, and cool. and the and the Yukiko uh, added those to the prize pool. So that was super huge. Thank you, Dave. Uh, ben uh, donated a kit. I think Matt donated a kit. Uh, it was fantastic. You know, we had a little bit, a little something for everybody, and uh, we made two or three passes around the table, and everybody walked home with tons of loot, and it was a very good time. And and for me, the, the thing that I look forward to the most was getting our event poster signed by everybody that comes. So we got that done, and that's going to be going up on the walls of the in the basement of the, of the infidel here with us. So I'm very happy to have one of those. I, I was didn't know if I was going to get one this year, you know, if we were going to get it in or not, the way things were going. But pulled it out, and we, we, we at least we got one in. You know, I don't know if we'll get another but <laughs> this year, but, we're, you know, we got the one we wanted in. But, yeah, another campaign in the books. We can close it up. It's uh, It's been a long 11 and a half months getting it there, but we got it done, and we beat the Swedes doing it. <laughs> and that's what's really important. Yeah, right? yeah. It's that, that I left the door open for them. I was, I was like, maybe they'll jump in and, and drop theirs off before we get ours out. But it was not to be happy it's done. Hope folks have a good time playing it. We try to make it uh, as easy as possible to replicate. Uh, this was a this was a campaign set that did not have a lot of 3D printing in it, uh, unlike some other stuff we had done. So it was hopefully easier to to uh, put together at home. You know, with, for folks with just with just the tiles from the starters or maybe some minor. Uh, uh, paper craft involved. Any closing thoughts? No, I think that's our campaigns for the year that we have planned right now. So now, who knows what the future holds? Well, I know our immediate future has got a stake in it. So we're going to take a pause for the cause. I got to go light some coals. And-
Oh, well, we didn't break our rule. It wasn't barbecue, but it was it was still a damn nice meal. It was very good, sir. So we're back. Took a little pause for the cause. And we're here to talk about what the future could be. The Undiscovered Country. Yes. Episode six. <laughs> so not, we, not Star Wars. Not Star Wars. Not Star Wars. Not Star Wars. So we wrapped up our recent campaign, and it's in the books. It's done. And I'm thinking the very next thing we're going to do is rest. <laughs> the uh, I got to get some Metal Gear Five played, and I and folks that know me know that I am behind anything that's modern. So I guess I do know that game came out five years ago, but you just want to get it played before they shut down the servers. Well, I'm, I'm on the I got the PlayStation Four, so they're not shutting me down yet. Okay. But the uh, no, I, I've it's very few titles I actually buy new on release i usually wait for the greatest hits version with all the all the bug fixes the bug fixes and the dlc and for like 20 bucks and off off to the races i go so i i've had this copy of uh middle gear 5 for a couple years so i just finally got into it uh this summer uh let's see so no all, all seriousness definitely gonna take a little break uh, from writing anything. Uh, hopefully you just play some games with the guys and the gals. But we do have to make a decision, though, because the Avengers have a Hulk and the Bolter Club has a Josh. So we got to start thinking, put some ideas in place for where we might want to go next, campaign-wise. Oh, I thought like you know we're we're going on a vacation. Mm. Well, I'll probably go on. Well, I'll be taking vacation days, but it won't be a vacation. <laughs> there is nowhere to go. Well, there's that, but it's as always. Uh, as I am eternally cursed, if I take time off, it's because I'm going to help family. So, not that that's a terrible thing, but you know, it'd be nice to. You know, go someplace where family's not and go have some fun. But that explains why I'm in Wisconsin at all. <laughs> it's one long vacation. <laughs> so I might be heading back to Arizona for a, a long weekend to do some reprise my uh, first character, Manuel Labor. Other than that, but game wise, so. We got a couple options. We've we've thought through one of them twice already, how we would do it, but neither one of us wrote anything down. Which just means by the third time we actually come around and do it, it'll be good. Maybe. Well, I thought the last one was pretty slick. But we don't remember that at all. We don't remember well, the parts of it. The only thing we remember is that we actually did it all in five minutes the yeah. first time. Like, yeah, that's all we remember. Yeah, three acts, boom, 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 five minutes, in and out, we're done. And nobody wrote it down. Yeah, like Rick and Morty. It's just five minutes, a simple in and out job. <laughs> and then we come back being like, I don't remember anything. I'm in. Yeah. No. So we have been teasing for a while Escape from Detroit. In classic Bolter Club fashion, 
mashing up several different properties into one. Therefore, they can't come and get us with a cease and desist because we make something original. But I have also been longing for a while to head back to the Triangle and return to Jungle Village, as in Jungle Village, First Blood Part 2. What was Part 1? Well, it's kind of like Rick and Morty. Like, they show you episodes that happened but didn't happen. So, oh, okay. Jungle Village, First Blood Part 1, it's kind of like that. Okay. So, I don't know. Of course, that also means I have to track down mats that would represent jungle. Be kind of hard to go to desert. Well, I mean, it'd be like it'd be like the jungles nowadays, except you know, accelerated about thirty-five years. Possibly, possibly. But one of the la- one of the last things I'd gotten printed off the three uh, D farm before it went down was I got a bunch of Buddha shrines and things of nature like that to, to use for impassable terrain that would fit the grid and i've got trees and i've got a few well, no things. i mean there's a lot of lore in game about you know the, the giant buddha statues you know how they were holding the forces of evil at bay or what have you and now mm-hmm. that they've started to crack and be you know taken down it's, it's sort of like the you know those those necron pillars on cadia you know as they remove them it just made it easier for the badness to happen. Yep. It's, uh, you know, it's a, that remodel fever kicked in. And, you know, that way, you know, you could, it definitely could, There, there's a definite chance of seeing a Jet Li with tentacles. <sighs> yep, I got a drinking problem. A little, a little splash on that one. Almost a spit take. It'd be like Lethal Weapon 4, you know, where he, where he Totally, like, disengages the gun, mm-hmm. you know, except it'd be, like, with eight tentacles. <laughs> he'd, go, he'd go up to a German, you know, Luftwaffe drop list and just disarm all of their weapons at the same time. Would that make him the one? Yeah, it would, because yeah. he's killed all the other ones, all their 10,000 of them. That's, uh, that's, that's Good Brother Ben's second favorite movie behind Soldier. That's, you know, that's an old movie, man. You know, we got some decisions to make. We have to go back and recycle our mind and try to remember what we wrote out for Escape for Detroit. But Golden Triangle intrigues me. I'd like to do something with the PLA, focus on them, and do a little bit now that you know. Well, should the, you know when the boat comes in? We should get we should get Josh to totally three D print some of some coolie hats. For the steel guard, for the PLA steel guard. <laughs> uh, or, 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 some, or some surfboards. <laughs> Guilo don't surf. Uh, yeah, he does, actually. Yeah, he actually and does. He's really good at it. Yeah. I wonder if we could just send an email. Like, I'd like to buy all the coolie hats that you've been gluing to the back of the KB-47, Ninas. <laughs> you know they've got that bit somewhere. Just they got a whole box of them. But yeah, that would be that would be cool. See what else do we have? Uh, things that we've been working on. Uh, I mean, we still have our super secret project X, X twenty three project. That yeah, well, that one 
uh, well, I think we need some some editorial notes on that. I was told it was going to be two weeks. Well, we also said the tip of the cap was going to be a couple months. So that was us saying it, though. So that is that like that's oh, yeah. that's obviously that's guaranteed. <laughs> Nothing we do is on time or as delivered. <laughs> well, that's why we have that free price attached to it. Yeah, it's like it's not like folks yeah, are like premium is the best price yeah. you can pay for. Something. It's not like some you know some kickstarters where you pay your money and you wonder years later if that stuff's ever going to show. So. That's, uh, I'm about to do a Kickstarter where I will I will let people pay me so they can start kicking me. Like you pay me five bucks, you kick me in the ass. You probably want to do like a GoFundMe or, or Indiegogo for that because they'll take less. Okay. So that, that way you'll have I get a better you'll, return. You'll on have that. more tears, so more more dollars to soak up said tears oh, on the repetitive thank kicks. Thank you, thank you, Woody Harrelson. I will yeah. as I will wipe my face with with wads of cash. So I mean, yeah, we've got the super secret project X twenty three, that you know is, is floating out there somewhere, which is basically done in terms of concepting, and you know, yeah, we know what we want to do, and we know how we can roll it forward. Um, we just need the green light, and like I said, make a, I'm sure there's a few few uh, edits and post, so to speak, but. We'll see where it goes. But until then, we will bid you adieu. Adieu. Did I say it wrong? I, you're from the South. It doesn't really matter. I'm going to drink anyway. I can't tell what you're saying half the time anyway. I just sort of accept it. And then I just blurt out my answers. And then you fit them in where they need to go. Yeah. We're actually not even in the same room right now. <laughs> and then it doesn't really matter. Because even once we have it all together, the... The software is going to blend it anyway and break the segments out of out of sync. So yeah, I do as the pro program decrees. You know? <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this segment, folks. You guys have a great time. Enjoy yourselves. Get some good gaming in. Call somebody. Tell them you're having a good time. Make them jealous. Do what we do. Peace out, y'all. I had a friend call me not too long ago. He said, dude, I'm getting married. I want you to sing at my wedding. I'm like, okay, I'd be honored. When are you getting married? He goes, in two weeks. I'm like, well, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> I said, uh, well, what do you, when do you want? He goes, well, my friend I wanted to sing, he fell through, so I called you. <laughs> well, flattered. Thank you. I said, okay, when do you want me to sing to the wedding? He goes, well, when the bride's walking down the aisle. I want you to sing then. <laughs> you sure about that? Oh. <laughs> I said, okay, uh, well, what do you want me to sing? He goes, you pick. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Half of me's going, no way. The other half of me's like, I can make this a wedding no one's ever going to forget. <laughs> There's a lot of songs that go well, very, very appropriate at a wedding. We're walking down that. What's love got to do, got to do? That wouldn't be very appropriate. Heard it from a friend who Heard it from a friend who Heard it from another you've been messing around That wouldn't be good at all. <laughs> She's my best friend's girl <laughs> But she used to be mine That wouldn't be good at all. <laughs> I lose a friend over that one.
Oh, there's worse. But I still haven't found what I'm looking for. <laughs> you can't always get what you want, but you can try sometimes. You might find you get what you need. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives this one? I'm sorry. We're going to cut that. That's not going to be on the show.